breaking through those barriers one step at a time on UJOCAST. Welcome back to UJOCAST, where we're talking anime, we're talking cosplay, we're talking cons, we're talking, we're talking a lot, and you're listening. And I appreciate that. I really do. I brought back a guest that, you know, I feel like we lost connection for a little while because, you know, life happens. But uh, fate just so happened to bring us back together these days. And uh, I brought back Keisha. So hello. Welcome on back. Hi. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. You know, you know, I needed to have you back. Come on. (laughs) So we did get to know you in a previous episode with um, four of us recording at one time, which was kind of a lot. (laughs) Oh, but pretty fun, too. Like, I got to meet two more um, fellow cosplayers, so that was pretty cool. And DDR players. Yes, yes, that, too. too. Oh, my (laughs) God. Every time I think about DDR, it's just like, oh, that was like ages ago like almost 20 years ago oh god no i don't want to think about that (laughs) almost it was years it was Mm. i know and so we talked a little bit about pros and cons of cons or you know i wanted to pick your guys's brains a little bit about what you thought about the pros and cons that i have brought up um And now we're going to record about breaking barriers, uh, releasing those stereotypes, and really just bringing cosplay back to its original essence, basically. Having fun doing it, not caring about, you know, uh, making it 100% perfect and being the person you want to be in the cosplay, right? Exactly. Yeah, so I I know that I've seen some of your cosplays. I follow yes. you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and I I always admired all of my friends' cosplay skills because I've watched you guys over the years create like this art. Aww. To me, it it feels like that. Yeah, And I know that I have seen your evolution, so to speak. And like (laughs) you get you get better at piecing things together. You you um, acquire more skills and you do these things that you're passionate about and you want to have fun doing them. And um, so my actual first question for you is. Was dressing and cosplay easy for you to do, or was it a, something that was little by little over time you decided to incorporate it in your either lifestyle or going to conventions? Um, it was little by little for me. Um, so I'll say that I started cosplaying around fifteen, and yeah, um, I still remember being super self-conscious about it because um it was definitely going out of my comfort zone like I never like you know dressed up as some sort of like character or whatever but 
yeah, as time went by, I kind of got, you know, um, a bit more confidence and then more confidence um, in whatever. I'm like, uh, what I was doing with um, you know, constructing cosplays and whatnot, um, it was definitely a bit by bit because also I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, I was still a novice at it. And, you know, uh, let me tell you this now. If you think that you're going to uh, be 100% confident while wearing a cosplay uh, for the first time, I would say that's probably not going to happen. Um, and I say that because <laughs> I say that because a lot of people think, oh, you know, I'm going to dress up as Sailor Moon and then we'll be confident and whatnot. But that really doesn't happen. That plan never, ever works. And that's mainly because, like I said, stepping out of your comfort zone. And so, you know, uh, but the more you do it, the more you'll be like, one by one, bit by bit, you'll get to the point where you're just like, yes, I don't care. You know, people look at me. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for fun. Right, right. And at what point do you think that you you became confident? You became confident enough to, like, step out of the box and do something like really overdo it. Honestly, I'm going to say when I met my current set of friends, and I say this because they were the people that kind of told me, hey, girl, you can do this, you know, um, it's okay. And they gave me kind of a push. So when they did that, I started to kind of, I guess, uh, feeling myself with my cosplay, um, mm -hmm. being, you know, a more secure um, in, you know, kind of dressing up as your favorite character in public because that is a hard, hard thing, especially being plus size. Like, you have to worry about people talking behind your back and on the internet. And, you know, uh, we already go through, you know, stuff like that every single day. But to have it happen um, in a safe place, that just wrecks it. Then, oh, uh, yeah. Your, yeah, then your con experience is shot. Then you won't want to cosplay anymore. Then you're not going to go to another con, all that, etc. But um, after they gave me, <laughs> after they See? gave me uh, that They're both. They're both oh, males. Oh, They're both really? males. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so he's trying to just get fresh. I don't know what happened there. Okay. So anyways. Will Lorraine's animals ever stop getting frisky? Find out next week on New Joecast. I am so sorry. Oh, My good, cats were deciding to get frisky behind me. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> So you were saying, um, I was saying that, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, my friends they gave me that extra push because, let's say, uh, um, another thing that you have to have is a support system because without that, it is kind of hard to, you know, step out there and show your best because, um, anytime I um I felt like I failed, um, anytime I felt like that I didn't look good, all of that. They would hype me up every single time. And because Aww. of that, I got to this point uh, where I'm at now that I could put something together, go to a convention, and be like, you know, screw it. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be me. And that is usually the best uh, combination uh, that you can have, basically, uh, going to a con and cosplay, I'd say. Mm -hmm. And now I know that 
when you were explaining this, you mentioned being plus size. Yes. So uh, for all of the plus size women out there that want to cosplay, plus size men even out there that want to do cosplaying, do you find it challenging to be a plus size cosplayer in general? 1,000%. Because to start off, uh, when it comes to, you know, say, um, if you want to buy a cosplay online, you can't really do that because nothing comes in your size. They only go up to a size maybe 18 or so for, quote, plus size wear. And then you hmm. also have to worry about, um, you know, most of the time, a lot of plus size um, cosplayers will have wider shoes and whatnot. You have to, you know, kind of get them special order or you have to, you know, get some some shoes with a great base and then modify them. You can't just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to get X, Y, Z pairs of shoes and not have to, you know, do all that finagling. <laughs> so then there's another aspect to it where um, technically you can get uh, cosplays on the internet, whatever, but it's usually by commission, which is the, oh, right. the person, you know, that's a lot of money. <laughs> And you already spent like, you know, hundreds of dollars on the hotel, the convention itself, merch, you know, gas to get there, food, all that. So you don't want to spend another, like, I'll say about $500 or so. Ooh, ooh, yeah. girl. It gets so expensive. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, I have been on the podcast Instagram account. Uh, I haven't even mentioned it yet since I've been recording, but I am on Instagram at official. but I was trying to find cosplayers and there's a boatload, a yacht load, a barge load of cosplayers. And I was just looking at kind of like their evolutionary state right like you know they were a charmander but now they're a charizard (laughs) type of thing you know so i of course have admired my friends cosplays from afar for a long time and i am happy to have you on here to just talk about the plus size aspect of it because like you said it's difficult and you don't know where some of these cosplay um merchants are you're getting a lot of stuff from china or you know wherever they're made and they're typically made smaller also so that can be very challenging as well i i have a question about um modifying cosplays have you modified a cosplay that you have purchased that was already you know ready made um i think that happened about maybe once or twice the one i remember the Mm -hmm. most is me and my friends were going to do a group cosplay of you know Super Mario. Um, my husband was Mario. Um, I was Peach, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I, yeah. I remember again the costume and the uh, peplum around it was way too small. So I had to you know go to the craft store, uh, get uh, get like a satin that matched this um, the uh, skirt and whatnot, and make my own peplum. So that means I you know spent an extra fifty bucks to you know, make sure this cosplay looks right on me. And uh, that sucks because that that cuts into your con money. You know, uh, $50 could have bought uh, like uh, two meals or something that day um, that you're at, um, you know, whatever convention. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, speaking of Joann's or, you know, wherever, whatever craft store you have to go to, to get fabric at and match the fabric and all that other stuff. It's so uh, difficult. It's, it is very difficult. And I know that a lot of like plus size cosplayers, they have honed in their sewing skills. Oh, yes. Because of this, because of cosplay modification or having to fabricate your own, uh, because it's, it's difficult to find stuff in your size. But what do you think, uh, is your most improved skill since you, from when you started to now? Uh, that would definitely have to be uh, styling wigs. I have become Ooh. sort of a um, professional at it because, um, like I, um, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but um, I started from Party City basically to order <laughs> wigs or <Yes>. whatever <laughs> I'd say, um, because. Um, at first, I was just like, how am I going to style this, like, this character? Because, you know, they have spiky hair or pigtails or buns or whatever. Yeah. And as time went on, I I actually have to thank the community for that. Because if you look on, on YouTube or whatever else, a lot of other people will give you uh, tutorials on how to do this, how to do that. And with yeah. that I'm now to the point uh, where I'm comfortable, like, okay, let's slay this wig. And then it comes out amazing um i've actually had friends who commissioned me you know to make wigs for them hey yeah. that's what's up hey <laughs> oh, yeah. that's yeah. great and i have watched a lot of those tutorials where like creating spikes or like creating a large ponytail or whatever oh, yeah. i've seen those because it's so cool to see or like dyeing a synthetic wig things like that and uh i've seen quite a few videos where they're very um uh, innovative when it comes to styling and I mean you're just hot gluing stuff together and it, just oh, exactly. trying to keep it all in one piece and making sure nothing falls out and you got to use so many products and it's just I feel like it's sculpting on a, a whole new level oh to a yes to a sense because I okay so I will say let's see I'm trying to think about uh yeah, my friend, um, they wanted to, to go as Gem, um, uh, Gem the Holograms. She has, you know, this big, pink, poofy hair and whatnot. And mm -hmm. um, they sell wigs like that, but it, uh, um, like in order to get that volume, you had to add wefts to it. So uh, that means you get the wig and then you get a bunch of wefts. It took like maybe a hundred or so to make it you know, that poofy. That <laughs> is a lot. Yeah, um, there's also um things like uh, say someone wants to do a perfect bun or whatever, they would get uh, maybe like styrofoam or a sock and put the hair around it so it can be like you know perfect and not uh no frays and what everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen like the smoothing after after teasing the hair and everything. Mm -hmm. I've seen where they they'll smooth it all out and really make the points like super pointy yes. and. I, I really enjoy watching those. It's like so mesmerizing. Oh, yeah. um, you know, being yourself is or was now my first episode on the podcast. And that is really important to me 
because for a long time I couldn't really be myself because of the way that I thought that I could make friends and, uh, you know, people didn't want to be friends with a nerd who watched anime. And now that it's so popular, people are becoming more nitpicky, more gatekeepy, more, you know, uh, less accepting of the people who've been doing it for such a long time. Tell me this like you. It wasn't like that when I started, right? That's what you keep saying. It wasn't like that when I started. It was just about having fun. But now that the popularity has really boosted, mm-hmm. a lot of those things that used to be uncool are now like super cool. So yeah, I exactly. would like to know just how dressing and cosplay has helped you break out of your shell because I know you and I (laughs) when I first met you you were very do not talk to me I'm really weird about this quiet yeah oh yeah I've changed since (laughs) (laughs) yeah girl I I see it I hear it in your voice thank you yeah so I just want to know like how how has it helped you um so I kind of use it as a tool to help with, let's see, distractions. Um, that's one of them because I do suffer from anxiety, depression, all that. And sometimes mm-hmm. you need some sort of thing to keep your mind off of those negative thoughts. So working on the cosplay um, usually does that because um, it takes up that time. So say you start at 10, uh, then it gets to 12 a.m., but you don't notice because you're focusing uh, your attention all on that basically and then also it has um, like it's kind of boosted my confidence because it has caused um, like it has given me the opportunities to meet new friends and whatnot because um back in 2018 I um I was a part of a Sailor Moon punk group and whatnot and I oh didn't that's so cool there. yeah um yeah um, I didn't know any of them. I was actually super scared, super shy. But at the end of the photo shoot, I had about five people's Instagram handles and Facebook requests. And we actually, um, uh, one of them, we talked like every day. Oh, see, con yeah. friends. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a I'm going to have an episode specifically for that, because okay. a lot of people that you run into yeah, you're talking to them as the character, but then you get to know them and you start hanging out with them over the weekend. Like, oh, yeah, I remember you from yesterday. And you kind of just that's how you meet people. You go to these big things. And I love yeah, that. Like a little family uh, reunion, basically, every year. You yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot, too. Yeah, I want to be a part. I want to be a part of the family. Come join us. <laughs> One of us, one of us. You know, I haven't been in the scene very long. And the artistic ability of some of the cosplayers who just really put forth the effort and create something that is 3D. And it's like to a T, like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of this outfit. I'm so proud of the skill level that I've, you know, grown over time Mm -hmm. so i want to know what cosplay took you the most time to complete oh 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe it was. Yes, it was my grandma mirror. Um, cosplay. Um, it's uh, Ponyo's mom from Ponyo, and that took me um about a month to do, but mainly because I had to get a special satin from Joanne's, but they were always sold out, so I had to wait for it to get in stock. And this oh. is around the time where. I didn't really um, have much money, so <laughs> I, you know, I couldn't pay for shipping, so I had to just wait till it got to the store. And then Ugh. I had to figure out how to sew the satin because it can get, you know, uh, slippery under the feet. And I had to get special silk pins so I could um, uh, pin it together because regular pins, they'll leave big gaping holes. Uh-huh. And so um, I had to do all of this, plus I had to make jewelry for it. And then I had to find, um, you know, certain footwear to kind of go with the vibe and whatnot. And yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was quite a piece. But I will say that um, it was definitely worth it. Definitely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you still own it? I do actually. Um, oh. Closet, like the back of my closet, though, because I have the back. <laughs> the way back. 2014 i think <laughs> really you haven't seen it since 2014 yeah because like um like i just put my old cosplays like in the back of the closet so it could kind of you know just chill there instead of like uh like hanging off of chairs and whatnot or, oh yeah yeah laying or, like, around uh, oh yeah or you know uh, to kind of just keep things together so when i want to you know take that cosplay i don't have to go searching through five or six different boxes or you know closet a closet b whatnot yeah that's a great that's a great plan i actually have a spare room like the guest bedroom and all of my cosplays are in that closet because it's small and i can hang up whatever i need to hang up and it works out well because i don't have many i haven't even actually worn any uh i just acquired them through dressing up for festivals and stuff Oh, yeah. Um, my next question was, how do you feel when you look at the outfit, but you haven't seen it in so long? I don't know if you're going to feel anything. Maybe you'll feel some nostalgia. Um, usually the first thing I feel is um, uh, the memories that I made in that cosplay. Okay. So for, uh, so, uh, for that one, it was Yomacon, and that's uh, uh, that's a convention that usually happens during Halloween weekend or whatever in Detroit. And okay. um, then also sometimes bad memories pop up when I see the cosplay because unfortunately, if you go to any convention, there is going to be some sort of drama, aka con drama. So Oh, uh oh. Yeah. I heard a little bit about some con drama. I wanna know, uh, listeners out there that have attended attended conventions frequently enough to have some con drama i want to see what the con drama is all about so find me on instagram <laughs> at yujo cast official and tell me about your con drama i want to hear it i need some drama in my life because i don't watch the kardashians or anything they really aren't my kind of drama so i need some con drama gonna be juicy because there oh there's a lot and um <laughs> like it goes from like mild to oh my god what the heck so 
Really? Wow. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I'm going to start some start some drama myself. <laughs> I don't like to start drama. I just like to read about it. Oh, same. Uh, What's your next cosplay going to be? Oh, yes, yes. Um, so I would like it to be um oh shoot, there's a lot of oh that's on my list. Oh so, rattle rattle off a few. <laughs> so um there is Murdoch from the Gorillas. There Ooh. is also some sort of like vault boy. Also, you have like uh the blue jumpsuit with the you know the yellow numbers and whatnot on it. Mm-hmm. I also want to do a female Bowser. Um, <gasps> I love yeah. that. Yeah, like I'm so excited to do that. I haven't drawn oh. a uh, concept sketch yet, but I think I'll probably do that. I mean, whenever, hopefully. Then there's also um, Mista from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind. He's actually one of my favorite favorite characters right now at the moment. And I have been obsessed with everything I'm like involved with him. So I'm kind of like, you know what? I should pay tribute to him and cosplay him. <laughs> like, <when laughs> Yeah, do it yeah. up. Do it up. Oh, yeah. oh, I love the Bowser thing, though. That's amazing. I actually saw um, somebody did Prince Peach instead of Princess Peach. It oh, was inc- my God. It was so great. Oh, it was so God. great. <laughs> It kind of reminded me of Prince Bubblegum from yeah. a, from Adventure Time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was so cool, though, like the puffy pants and everything. I really, really thought it was just the coolest thing. I'm like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. But that was. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, that was just one of the things that I thought of when you brought up the female Bowser thing. Yeah, um, that's actually a common occurrence when it comes to cosplay. There will, uh, there will be, um, it's called gender swap cosplay. So you know, yeah, characters female, you know, male, male, female, stuff like that. Yeah, that's been happening since when I first started, and that was like around two thousand seven, two thousand six, something like that. Two thousand seven. So- that was my graduating year. Mine was 2005. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh man, we old. Oh uh, yeah, my body definitely tells me I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So speaking of that, uh, I know that we talked a little bit about ADA and accessibility at mm-hmm. conventions, and now being a plus size cosplayer and having maybe limited space or not enough signage for ADA and accessibility. Do you find that to be a problem at cons? Cause I know you've attended quite a few. Yes, definitely. Because so uh, with my condition, I can only walk so much before I start flaring. And, you know, basically that means, you know, the, uh, the parts hurt and whatnot. And so that, you know, causes me to stop every so often, walk, mm-hmm. walk, stop every so often. And that usually, you know, I miss my panels or I miss, you know, some sort of you know, room party or something like that because I can't <sighs> keep at a steady pace. Right. Um, also, yeah, um, um, having enough room is also a thing. But then again, uh, with 
uh, with cons, they're always super crowded. Like anywhere you go, like wall to wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, oh, like with seating, there are sometimes uh, the chairs are only so big, but you know there are bigger people, so they don't take that into consideration. And then I'm I'm like I'm not sure um like on this aspect, but I'm not sure how it is like wheel uh like you know for wheelchairs and whatnot because. Right. Since it's so packed, I'm not even sure like how a person would kind of get through it. And so that's something that needs to change as well. You know, uh, maybe have some sort of like, I don't know, like separate escalator or um, elevator or something like, um, you know, like that to help out. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And there was, yeah, there are some convention spaces and things like that that have certain restraints or restrictions or they don't have enough of something or whatever the case may be however they decided they were going to set up the space Mm -hmm. but for whoever is putting on the convention for instance i don't see this a lot i don't see it at any other convention that i've ever attended but having like signage like you know ada and accessibility rest area for example or yeah. you know like some sort of place where people that have maybe a condition that you need to sit or you need to mm-hmm. step to the side or whatever to have that i know it's difficult i understand that it's difficult from a logistics perspective but for people who are spending their hard-earned money to come to a convention, enjoy themselves, and still be able to access things Mm -hmm. the way they need to, I feel like signage would probably be a great option to have so you are directed in a spot or something on the map or, you know what I mean? I totally agree with that, yeah. Yeah, so I loved having you on but unfortunately our time is up here and you can just tell the listeners where they can find you once again uh you can find me on instagram at misha chan dot wait yeah misha chan um that's spelled m-y-s-h-a-c-h-a-n and uh you can also find me on tiktok um i'm under the same handle handle as well okay all right. I don't do the TikTok thing. I, maybe I'm too. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I know that it's popular. Maybe I will one of these days if if the listeners out there push me enough to do it. Maybe I will. <laughs> and like I said before. I am on Instagram at Ujocast official there. I'm going to be posting updates. I'm going to be posting things on my story. I'm going to be posting little snippets of the episodes, etc. So if you want to follow there, go ahead and follow over there. As always, keep it real. Keep it classy. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.